0: That was Fitz with the ground out of, of uh, Brooklyn in the U.S. And you're listening to Mornings on FBI Radio with me, Bridie Tenner. It's time now for movies, movies, movies. It's a new segment here on Mornings, brought to you by filmmakers Jack and Andre. They've shown films at the Chipo Film Festival, Vivid, First Draft, Art Space One Hundred Seven Projects, and Carriage Works. And they're going to be in each Monday to G up excitement about film and cinema. Right now they're in Utah for Slam Dance and Sundance. They've fought tooth and nail to. the scoop for you and here on mornings they are bringing you the basically the coverage from slam dance at the moment let's take a listen to what they've been up to Hey, what's up, Dad? Hey, man. What's
1: up, hello? <laughs> hey, everybody. We're on a busy balcony on, in Park City on Main Street. Sundance and Slamdance are happening all around us. There's celebs galore. We're bringing you Movies, Movies, Movies special from North America. I'm wish,
2: Jack. We are so excited. I'm Andre. We are the Film Lords. And we have had so much fun so far. It's about minus 10 here. We are sitting outside on the balcony. We are just breathing out steam. There's snow everywhere. We've had a great time so far. We've seen some great films. Ain't that right, Jack? Oh, my God. We
1: just saw the best short film out of Brooklyn. I I know. She's going to be... Honestly, Michelle, I don't remember her last name, but she's going to be the next Broad City. It it was
2: called Goodbye, Brooklyn. It's going to be coming to every single festival after the Slamdance. She's going to get her own Showtown
1: series. She's going to be the next Slamdance. So,
2: Slamdance this year happens to be happens to be happening on the day of the Women's March January 20th yeah. Jack and I went to the Park City edition where we got to hear Jane Fonda talk we got to hear the mayor of Park City yeah, who, who was, came out who's also the only lesbian mayor in America of Salt Lake, City, yeah. oh, Salt Lake City my, my mistake she's amazing she was
1: incredible Common Common uh, Rap it was so insane and Honestly, this is the first... Every other Sundance Harvey Weinstein's come to, and this is the first year where you can feel his absence. Totally. People are walking around with their, like... It's a crazy energy. Vibes. It's a crazy energy.
2: Weinstein was here last year on this day at Sundance Film Festival while the first
1: Women's March was happening. It's crazy to me that times have changed so much and we're here today. I know, it's great, and it's moving quickly, and it's going to stay this way. There's a lot of Aussie talent here this year as well. So much Aussie talent. Not only are Jack and I, the Aussie talent that are here representing <laughs> in Sundance, <laughs> so we got to meet to... I met one of the Veronicas last night. We met Lisa from the Veronicas, and I didn't recognize her straight away, and I feel really ashamed about it, Which is it. crazy because... It's, we met her. The context was that we met her by meeting a
2: person who was an actor in probably the biggest film that's going to be screening at Slamdance. It's called The Rock City Row. And they've got about 35 crew members at the festival <laughs> at the moment, just meeting people and just doing the rounds. We met one of the actors who had a, a girlfriend from Australia. And she came up to us and she was like, I heard you guys were from Down
1: Under. she's like, that made me feel so warm.
2: It made me feel so warm. And we asked her, we said, Oh, what do you do? She's like,
1: I'm in a band. And we're I'm like, I'm a musician. Oh. My sister kind of runs it. She was playing it down. Yeah. And we're like, Well, what band? She's like, The Veronicas. (laughs) And then I was like, oh my God, I I had my first kiss to the Veronica's and it made it so awkward because I don't think like she wants to feel like I had my first kiss to the Veronica's to her already successful career.
2: Having said that, Jack said that after having spent 17 hours on a plane, we were at a bowling alley in the middle of nowhere at about...
1: Midnight uh, With a free tab With 14 types of beer But nothing else We're getting off topic We're, the talent off topic, in okay. Okay. France,
2: we're talking the Veronica's We're talking Jack and I We're, we're talking, talking Warwick
1: Thornton Who we interviewed He's going to be on today's show yeah, Today's yeah. show is really All about Warwick Thornton Sweet oh, Country worries. comes out this week We're going to be reviewing it We're going to be talking To Sam Neill, Brian Brown And Warwick Thornton About the film Odessa from the Inner West Is yeah, starring
2: is the, in Assassination Nation yeah, We're just doing yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Oh my god uh, We're just doing an <laughs> <to> interview <laughs> but no, We'll talk so to you
1: In a hot second See
2: you, See you <laughs> We literally just ran into half the Veronica's. Anyway, Odessa from the inner Western Sydney in Assassination Nation. We've also got Rose Byrne appearing in a film. We've got
1: Mia Wasikowska. She's happening a, this week. We're going to try bump into all these people, and we're going to try and get them on recording for next week's We're episode. trying our best. But,
2: we really are. But at the moment, the vibe is just movies, movies, movies,
1: which is what we're going to bring to you with two reviews today. We've got Faces, Places by Agnes Varda And Sweet Country, like I said, with Warwick Thornton. And I reckon Bridie... How about we throw it to you and you throw it to a song?
2: Go for it, Bridie. Make us proud. We love you lots all the way from Utah. Enjoy the show, y'all. Kiss, kiss. Bye.
0: Cine Band of Boys. With mm-hmm. Liar You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies on mornings with me, Bridie Tanner, Jack and Andre. Our film lords are in Utah for Slamdance Film Festival. They've managed to find a quiet spot amongst the festivities to record their two reviews for the films Faces, Places and Sweet Country. Let's take a listen now. Okay, something seems to be going wrong with the file. I'm gonna give it one more go. This is two reviews for movies, movies, movies. All right, try and reopen the file. If not, we might have to go to a song and come back for that one. Uh, if you're enjoying the Movies Movies segment so far, and I know you're going to love those reviews, you can text in on 0409 945 945 while I try and figure out my dodgy old laptop. I'm going to take a track now for you from Nabaya Iqbal. This is Eden Peace. Nabaya Iqbal, it is 20 past 10 on FBI radio. And I think I've got my computer to figure out what it's doing I'm going to give you two reviews now from Jack and Andre, our film lords. They're doing Sweet Country and Faces Places.
2: 2018, I'm going to be talking about Faces Places by Agnes Varda. First things first, Agnes Varda is the realist. She is the historical French cinema pioneer. She's 89 years old and her new film is Visage Village or Faces Places in English. It's a documentary about two people who travel around France printing these building-sized photos of people and sticking them in different parts of the country. Agnes travels with JR, her partner in crime, a French photographer, and together they document their process, meeting the total strangers whose photos they take, printing them up and making them the size of a five-storey building. And the subjects, they range from waitresses, port workers, farmers, filmmakers, townsfolk. There's a huge bunch of people that get covered in this film, and there's also a lot of driving and cute banter in the car, which is really, really fun. Faces, Places feels like cinema royalty re-establishing herself as a seminal artist on the scale of Banksy and Ai Weiwei. Agnes Varda basically started French New Wave cinema in the 60s, along with Jean-Luc Godard, but who gives a shit about him? She's like a 1960s Greta Gerwig, and even decades after she first started making films, her work is still observant, insightful, and as obsessive as ever. Faces, Places
1: is an ode to life as an
2: artist and a big high-five to cinema. Jack, what do you think? I think this film's so
1: fresh in, like only the way an old woman could be fresh right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we really need this voice, and it's a really surprising plot in that it does advance, even though they're kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it has this, like, huge powerful punch at the end, mm. which, if you're a film nerd, it comes from Jean-Luc Godard, and it kind of just turns the whole film on its head. Mm-hmm. And you that's, just... That's the hardest thing about the film, is that I feel like I'm trying to find a way to make it seem like a... to, like, articulate how fun it is without just talking about cinema film nerdiness or yeah it's but kind of a like a, geek fest. it's right? kind of like a mother son road trip except mm. he's not actually her son so there's almost an ad- added element of like sexual tension because jr is so hot the whole mm. way through mm. and it's just like to me it's a perfect mm. relationship dynamic to kind of dissect and get involved with because it is like the future of the earth and how it's all going to work out it's just like younger hot men respecting older like smart women and it's also kind of like really nice escapism Mm. it's like where you're seeing real life and it's not as bad as everyone else is making it out to Mm. be even though the world is horrible and you shouldn't avoid that it's also Mm. nice to see something that's on a level of niceness
2: totally it's like I don't know why but it's just so easy to watch as well it's such a get a cheese toasty, sit down and zone out movie yeah anyway Faces Places opens January 25th
1: And now to Sweet Country, which is actually having a special spotlight screening here in Sundance with Warwick Thornton in attendance, who we interviewed last week, which is, we're going to play you our interview just after this. Sweet Country is coming out on January 25, the day before Invasion Day, and it's the second Australian period film in two weeks, offering up a scathing retelling of our history. Warwick Thornton's second feature, seven years after the universally acclaimed Samson and Delilah, is a quiet, sprawling art western. Sam Kelly, an Indigenous man, is chased to the edge of the earth by mad white men, played by Sam Neill and Brian Brown, and tried before a makeshift court of law for a crime we know he was obliged to commit. It all happens in the 1920s in Northern Territory. Thomas M. Wright, previously seen as Elizabeth Moss's hot but cheating boyfriend in Top of the Lake, plays a rapist who Sam Kelly kills in a Kill Bill Volume 2 gun out of the trailer moment. It's a really clear act of self-defence. If an Indigenous man killed a white man in the 1920s, the context didn't matter, and director Warwick Thornton illustrates this injustice in a way that is both harrowing and timely. The film is told with no country for old men's precision and silence, while the editing jumps emotionally back and forward in time, giving us greater insights into the characters' motives and where they might end up. Women don't get a lot to do in this film, which is a shame in an otherwise rich, provocative and clear-sighted telling of our dark and violent history. Sweet Country comes out on the 25th, the day before Invasion Day. Go watch Australian cinema. Go talk about Australian cinema this week. So, Sweet Country, I totally agree
2: with you. I want to bring up that point you made about how Sweet Country has the no country for old men kind of vibe, because one thing that we talk about in the interview with Warwick is his past as a visual artist and his practice. And I feel like this movie is a bit of an art film and a bit of an art piece in itself. And it does have this kind of really beautiful, you know, strange kind of conceptual nature to it. It just it just feels so you know, expressive in a way that uh, you don't really get with these kinds of really harrowing realist films. That's you true. kind of fill in
1: the gaps with your own, like, mind. Yeah. Like, he has these characters to kind of represent. He has the law, which is Brian Brown. He has the church, which is Sam Neill. Mm. He has this, like, indigenous man that's getting chased, and all of them kind of represent larger moments in history. Mm. But it's told in this, like, really quiet manner where you kind of fill in the gaps with all your own knowledge. Yeah. Like,
2: I mean, to my knowledge, and tell me if you agree or not, but this is probably... The most, uh, you know, um, I don't know what the word is, but like interesting or kind of, you know, textured film about this period that I've seen. The images in the film just jump at you and uh, I think for that reason the experience is like really intense and... uh, as a result, I
1: thoroughly enjoyed it. I think. Yeah, it really leaves you feeling kind of gutted. Yeah, sweet country. And now we're going to throw to an interview with the with what the director. Bring it on! It was Rory a fun gone. interview. It was a fun interview. Jeff and I were
2: nervous. I think we nailed it. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Text in.
0: You can text in on 0409 945. nine nine four five nine four five. You're listening to movies, movies, movies with Jack and Andre. That was the two reviews, and now, as the boys said, we're going to throw to the interview with the director for Sweet Country, Warwick Thornton. Thornton, uh, this is coming to you live from Utah—not live, but re- pre-recorded—and uh, on radio, we say live a lot, so let's just say let's just say it's live from Slam Dance and Sundance. Here is the interview with Warwick Thornton.
3: FBI is, like, playing the shit you don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is it? Yeah. No, totally. I, no, absolutely. You know, like Where are mysterious. you on the diamond? radio is just like the shit you know hey this is triple oh, r playing yeah. the shit you know oh not triple r triple m you know what i mean oh shazam True. everything on fbi because i just hear stuff i've never heard That's before awesome. and yeah. do you like have that nice moment like three months later
1: where you're like going through shazam songs so i'm like my god, a genius yeah so it's <laughs> yeah because
3: because because then suddenly triple j is playing it <laughs> <laughs> 94.5
1: Pretty
3: okay do awesome. um, you remember that brian 94.5 i was good at maths
2: i want to ask uh what you guys did to prepare in terms of movie
3: watching for Sweet Country. The only yeah, yeah, yeah. research you do is that through years and years you've watched different yeah. different genres and the western is a fabulous genre and you just mm-hmm. want, you sort of know that you're going to be hot and you know you're going to be on a horse and you know you're going to mm-hmm. shoot and so you know that, you know... That's what's appealing, and like, if it's not appealing to you, you can't do it. Yeah, but, but, it but no, sorry, but but it's like you know, I, I say to Brian, like, say so you ride up really fast, and then you slow down, and then you get off your horse, and then you walk up to him, and then you pull your lightsaber out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is pretty close, except I didn't have one, so I used a gun.
2: Do you mind if I veer off in a different direction? Talking to Warwick, the conceptual artist, where does this film sort of sit in your? filmography as a a visual artist a conceptual artist photographer you
3: know i'm i thank you visual artists need pats on the back occasionally misunderstood (laughs) for good reasons (laughs) um uh, i uh, there was a there was a point in my life where because i being a, being a, a filmmaker writing and directing that every idea I've ever had in my entire life was like, has to be a film. And then there was this point where I went, oh, fucking cinema, whatever. You know, and then I realised that every idea I have does not have to be a movie. It could be a book. It could be a, a, a country and western song. It could be a piece of furniture, you know what I mean? Like You have to grab the story, the idea of, the, you know, what you need to say, and not necessarily it is a movie so you open yourself up and then when you open yourself up that way as a storyteller we you learn things it's like well i've never made a chair before so i'm going to go to tape i'm going to learn carpentry you know what i mean and that's exciting in life so visual arts for me is one of those kind of escapisms from this something that's very cinema is very bloody expensive and because it's expensive, it has a lot of pressure and performance issues. It has a lot of performance issues, you know what I mean? A lot of problems with that. Whereas with, with photography or, you know, video art or these other things that I do, there is no repercussions like cinema. I'm not, I'm not dropping $4 million on a, on, a, on a photo, you know what I mean? I can, I've got a beautiful camera, I go out and I do whatever the hell I want. So I, it's, it's kind of a respite and it's almost like yoga or meditation in storytelling for me the arts in that way even though cinema is arts it's kind of my Bikram kind of you know to go and take a photo It's really
1: interesting I was going to say like this film even though it doesn't feel like a punk film because it's like winning Venice it's doing well at Toronto and London and yeah. oh, it feels everywhere. like you one know every <laughs> like everywhere and it's like it feels like it's up there with all the great art films of the last year but it seems like it was made with this DIY ethos it doesn't look that way yeah. can you talk a little bit about that?
3: It's a western. It's um, but it's our western. It's an Australian western. But, you know, the, one of the most important things about you know you can get a little the little golden book on how to make a western. You know what I mean? And it'll tell you how to open sequence, the score, the the frame, all that kind of stuff. And so after reading the script, it's like, well, how can we make our western? You know, an Australian way? The 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 film is Australian through and through. It's our story. It's a country. All that sort of stuff. But let's just not go straight to pull out The Unforgiven or some, you know, some Eastwood film and just emulate. Let's actually try and create something that's unique to who we are and what we do. So things like the score, get rid of the music because I'm not going to dictate to an audience that they should be happy or sad through the use of music. And through that comes this, this, personal journey that you have as an audience, well, I have as an audience, when I sit back and watch it as an audience rather than as a director, that there's a truth in it, because there's no music. You know, you don't stand in the desert and suddenly there's a hundred piece of orchestra next to you, you know what I mean, telling you to
1: feel good, hey? Is that ever, like a weird choice to make, is like a past DJ, like you were DJing when you were
3: 13? You know, and, you know, I, yeah, totally, but I'm, I'm, I love sound. I love sound and I love music, you know what I mean? I, you know, I've, I've got three chords from the truth, you know what I mean? And I can play three chords on a guitar and that's what I, you know?
0: This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.